0: So welcome to another episode of Sophia's Choice, a Golden Girls podcast. My name's Brent, and joining me in this week's uh, St. Olaf Fun Pack is Sock Puppet Alan, <laughs> Wah, wah. I don't know. <laughs> like, what does the puppet say? In <laughs> pack of gum ski. <laughs> oh look, woe <low> is me. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs>
0: yeah. If this is your first time joining us this week, we're going to take turns interrupting Alan while he recaps an episode. Once he's exhausted his thoughts, we'll take a moment to decide upon our favorite lines, our MVP, and then their total number of slices we'd award this episode. With any luck, we'll know before inauguration day, twenty twenty four, which episode of the Golden Girls is best.
2: Now. Am I packing gum because I get routinely chewed up and spit out?
0: No, because you're like what holds us together. Ah, (laughs) that's way nicer than I deserve. And you're the sock puppet because you're like the mouthpiece. Ah, okay. So what does that make you? What's the other thing? I'm the bar of soap. Bar of soap. I'm old-fashioned, but I get the job done. (laughs) (laughs) I I suppose,
3: yeah. Um, What what kind of bar of soap would you be? Would you be like an Irish spring or a lie? Oh. (laughs) It just takes the skin right off. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think that that's the way that you approach your relationship with Ski. <laughs> that whenever he makes an error, you're going to just completely rip the skin right off. I thought
0: it was more of a Dr.
2: Squatch.
3: Ah. Have you heard of that <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. I used the Dr.
0: Squatch. <laughs> this is good? Yeah. So I got two things to say. Um, I'll come back to your Dr. Squatch in a moment. <laughs> so, like. Yeah, but I mean, that is my thing. And it's unfortunate because, like, my whole thing is like, I'm just going to tear Ski down and build him up. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, at the rate we're going, I will not finish tearing him down until the final episode. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, it's, it's up to society to build him back
2: up. <laughs> I, I think that we'll he... just see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping after the no, final I'm... episode, we still see each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I've had enough of
3: him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd say that we were pretty good friends. Uh, like that, even though I'm the link between the two of you, I think you two had become pretty decent friends prior to uh, us ever yeah, starting well, yeah. the like, podcast. So yeah. I think that I don't think that this think is soured print on you so much. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Not at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not at all.
2: Speaking <laughs> of soured on me, right? Okay. Uh, on the way here, Brent had sent a text uh, <laughs> saying that he was. Hold on, hold
3: on. I sent a text saying... Uh,
2: it's probably, it's uh, probably a bit too late to be sending this, but we'll, we'll be good to start in about 20 minutes.
3: That was my text. Right. Uh-huh. And
2: then Brent responds, I hope so. I am en route. Mm-hmm. And then I got here before I actually saw the text, so I said, I too was en route, right, mm-hmm. saying that basically I'm here. Yeah. And Brent clapped back a little bit. <laughs> must be nice to live closer and have fewer excuses for being late. And I, I was thinking to myself after this, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I have way more excuses for being late. So, you know. Maybe, well, not, maybe not good I, excuses. Well, yeah, I'm well aware of your many excuses for being late. But like quantity, I want to make sure I get credit, you know. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Um, and I don't maybe know not that quality. you're...
3: I don't know that you're any closer. (laughs) I think that's a pretty even drive between, you know, I I think I live pretty much in between the two of you two. Yeah, but he's dealing with
0: Franklin traffic while I'm dealing with,
3: you know. Beach Grove traffic. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. fair (laughs) enough. Uh, But, yeah, well, when I read that, I was like, I don't know, it looks like Brent's coming in hot. (laughs) Um, I don't know what version of Brent we're going to get on this podcast, but it might be the surly, snarky version. (laughs) I'd say
2: so far it's been awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's been solid. It's, um, yeah, I got the, the salt, uh, Balance out his butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think
3: the surly, salty Brent works out fine for an episode. Yeah, but I think that if you were that straight, <laughs> yeah, and be like, oh, he's funny, but he's kind of a dick. <laughs>
1: it's like I'm not
3: saying they wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> But no, uh, Brent is generally not a surly person. Uh, nor Ski is a is the opposite of surly. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a rarity to see Ski surly. Brent sometimes I would say, I, I don't think you're surly very often. Yeah. Once in a while, you'll get a mm-hmm. little bit like you can tell that when you're a little extra snarky, yeah, um, <laughs> that you're agitated, and sometimes just life gets you down a little bit. Yeah. Um I
2: think that does all of us. Yeah. Sure, you've yeah. got stories from before when I was like apparently kind of an a hole. That I don't even like my brain's erased them, right? Like, <laughs> well, that's the reason it's
3: you know seared into my mind is because of the rarity of it happening. <laughs> it's like
0: when you saw Haley's Comet that one time, <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah, that's one of our Sherry and I's favorite stories. We were pa- playing, um, I think Mario Kart or something like that over at James's house.
2: I thought it was uh, something family like our like party,
3: yeah, something like that. Maybe Mario Party. I don't know. There was a game we were playing at James's house, and Ski was just not into it at all, and he's mm-hmm. like, Well. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> 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 no interest in whatever we were doing because <laughs> just dark man and yeah. <laughs> Um
0: But yeah, so um, go ahead. So back to your Doctor Squatch. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I've used the Doctor Squatch uh, on occasion. What flavors? Uh, the <laughs> Star Wars pack. The I saw
2: a commercial for that. That's actually, I think, so. the first one I saw. And then I've seen subsequent ones for, like, the regular line. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, subsequent after that, I purchased um, a couple of, like, just random flavors. Um, when we were um, in Florida recently, I needed to get those out of soap. So, I was like, okay, I'll grab some Dr. Squatch. But anyways, so it had started because my wife had purchased for me the Star Wars 4-pack. And it had, like, an Obi-Wan bar and a Darth Maul bar. Okay. And a Yoda and... Um, Maybe a vape or something. I don't know. You For know. all the
2: listeners, though, we don't actually eat soap. Oh,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or you don't, do you? I do Good, Good man.
0: <laughs> you don't call we, them flavors?
2: We've we called them flavors a few times already, and I want okay. to make sure that you know no one's out there worried. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, are they eating soap?
3: Nope. I mean, I think that... If they did think we're eating soap, and they're still listening, <laughs> they're like, well, I guess that's what
0: the secret combo is. <laughs> <laughs> their brand of humor. Exactly. Delish. yeah Like, I can understand with a nice bar of life, boy. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is, is that a brand of soap? Yeah, it's, uh, I've never from, heard of. Uh, it's from a Christmas story. Like, when he uses the profanity, his mom puts Oh, okay, their, uh, okay, <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> yeah. i used to to remember the brand of soap yeah. from that.
0: I've seen that movie a time or two. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so, like, it it showed up in the wife's algorithm, uh, the Dr. Squatch Star Wars pack or whatever. Oh, okay. And, like, she, I don't know what was happening, but I was just having a bad day, you know, so she bought that for me, you know, as, like, just a little gift or something, Mm -hmm. which is super sweet and everything. But, like, I didn't know anything about it or whatever, okay? And then it shows up one day. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I, I think she was excited because she's like, Oh, I got a little treat for my man, you know, and she's sure. tracking the package and everything <laughs> like that. And like the day it shows up, just coincidentally unrelated, I got like seven other packages of shit I'd bought myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, was like, it was just like this, just like random stuff that I'd purchased online in various places. It all just, Came at once, right. and then like yeah, and then her package was like right on top, and and I think she had a little buyer's remorse about right. you know getting me something a little nicer for my troubles that I'd gone through. Well,
3: that's funny. I mean, I realize it is a Star Wars version of it, but it's probably the most boring when you're thinking, yeah, it's soap. <laughs> so yeah. I got myself all these fun whatever things, <laughs> and you got me soap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that yeah. that is fine <laughs> yeah. having to work out that
0: way. Yeah. So um, so yeah, um, it's good soap though. Yeah. Okay. So, well, keep um, in mind. I'm a bar soap man.
3: Are yeah. you? Yeah. I, I tend to be a body wash person. You know, yeah. But yeah. to eat, I, like, I like to
0: work for my ladder <laughs>
3: Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figure I'm, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I need things to be easier <laughs> 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 as a girl, older, not, not looking for more challenges. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anyways. All right. Do you guys Does
3: have anything? Oh.
0: Washing my nethers, it's a tactile experience. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't want to shower at your house. <laughs> I don't want to think about your experiences.
3: <laughs> you got <laughs> like, wow. fresh bars of soap, Brent? <laughs> Darth Maul's
1: face is totally gone. <laughs>
3: Anyways, um, well, before I jump into the episode, I'm doing the recap today in case uh-huh. Brent, I think Brent did mention that. Um, we did have one other, uh, or one, I guess, list or interaction or, or a review that was left for us oh, on nice. Facebook.
0: A review. Mm-hmm. I like those.
3: Um, so, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, you can leave reviews on Facebook as uh-huh. well as, uh,
0: you know, uh,
3: iTunes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but this particular Podbean, one. Podbean,
0: is that, like, the official host? Podbean
3: is where, is, like, our host. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think you can leave reviews, although you can oh. leave comments and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, but they don't have, like, a rating system or anything. Gotcha. Uh, but this review that we got, uh, this person recommends us, oh, which nice. I guess is the equivalent of the Facebook review.
1: Okay.
3: Um, it's uh, Adrian is her name. Okay. And she, you Adrian. I appreciate the review. It, it does seem rather false to me um, that okay. it's uh, her review is that it's informative and funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do inform on some things and I do think we can be funny. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, never both in the same episode. <laughs> right, <exactly.
3: laughs> certainly not in the same sentence. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: exactly.
0: Well, thank you, Adrian. <laughs> I appreciate, indeed, that. Yes. We appreciate it. We always like feedback. Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's been a little while since our last face or our last uh, iTunes review. So if uh, you happen to, Listen to us in that way, and would like to leave us a review. We'd certainly appreciate it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh,
3: but we appreciate any feedback. So if you want to reach out, you know, you can reach me. Typically, I'm the one who looks at the Facebook stuff. Brent's the one who typically looks at the Instagram stuff, and
2: they eventually tell me about it.
3: Yeah, yes. He is the one who gazes at his navel. Exactly.
0: In our defense, we'd tell you about it a little sooner, but you're running late. Hey, he has to weigh what. What would I rather hear about
3: a review or have another mushroom cap? That is true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I can't say that he's wrong (laughs) in his choice. (laughs) All right. Well, Well, you
2: hate mushrooms, right?
3: Yeah, I'm not a fan at all.
2: Yeah, I don't eat them either.
3: Sherry, Sherry says, and I agree with this uh, analogy that it's like eating the the soft part of an ear. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, he told me that a few times.
2: I was like, ah. Yeah. It's kind of a horrible thought, but,
3: you know, I I know some people. I know a lot of people love them. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a staple on pizzas for sure. Yeah,
0: like if I come across one on a pizza, Mm. you know, I'll go ahead and, you know, bite the bullet, whatever. Like I don't specifically order it, and if I can get it without it, definitely. Yeah. But if I'm at like a community place that, like a gathering that has pizza, you know, I'll – I'm not going to stand there in front of the host picking off mushrooms and throwing <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> them in their face. Like, what is this
2: trash? You don't know me at all. I think there
0: is a middle ground. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he quietly pick it off and put it to the side yeah. and then throw it in their face. Right, as a pile. <laughs> After, <laughs> Just a handful.
0: Not, yeah. not After individual the group pile. has right. left, exactly.
2: maybe. Just like a little private thing before mm. you leave. Exactly. Like going oh,
3: by the way. And then that's Shut when you up. toss the pile of mushrooms <laughs> in their face.
2: Oh, can I share one more mushroom fact? Yeah.
3: <laughs> sure. So you I don't know think we've I... shared a fact so far, <laughs> yeah. but you can well, share one mushroom fact. Facts <laughs> that you like
0: it or not. <laughs> we've been funny now. We're looking for some informative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna make a liar out of me. Yeah, game. you said
2: not in the same episode or not same sentence.
3: He said same episode, I said same sentence. Oh. So
2: Well, you know, one or the other, right? Sure. So uh I you know I work in plastics. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is your <Jeremy> milieu. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs>
2: Uh, I recently read an article about uh, (laughs) Mr.
0: Brent. He's a great
2: laugher.
1: Mm -hmm. He is, yeah.
0: uh, I'm a generous laugher and a generous lover, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to tell you that. (laughs) So much to tell (laughs) Helena. It's fine.
3: (laughs) Would she she believe it is the question. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> she says, "I've heard the laugh on the podcast.
3: <laughs> I've heard the laugh when he tells a joke, <laughs> and he laughs generously, generously at his own joke. Um,
2: but uh, so apparently, um, mushrooms like the way they grow and stuff. Uh, <laughs> they're they're actually experimenting with uh, replacing some plastics with mushrooms. Oh, really? With like with like a fungi. so? You did get back. <laughs> Say what?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> that you were taking a long way on. It's like, so you know, I work in plastics, and I like to read articles. <laughs> and then found a way to yeah. M- yeah. meld keep, the two together. Keep those together.
2: <laughs> exactly. we'll, we'll we'll get back around to it. Exactly. No, it was a shorter story. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's, so they're but, using
0: yeah. mushrooms to make
2: plastics. Some some type of fungi, yeah, to try and like uh, imitate uh, and replace like fung- for like different types of plastic. Mm. Uh, they like a similar. Uh, molecule basically uh-huh. but instead of being you know something that lasts for hundreds of years like uh-huh. plastic does like yes. polymers it'd be biodegradable gotcha. within yeah. less much less time
1: yeah
0: and probably less likely to be carcinogenic or whatever yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. so yeah. yeah
2: and I think uh, one of the primary things we're using it for is like uh, packaging yeah because packaging sense. I mean that's most of what we do is packaging anyway, yeah, it's, it's and now
0: some things... Chemicals that leak into your mustard or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: they need to be you know mm-hmm. more robust because of what they're holding, mm-hmm. but if it's especially things like uh, packing peanuts or something, mm-hmm. like right now, a lot of times, uh, those are all styrofoam, mm-hmm. and then I, I
0: was wondering which of us were going to giggle first at packing <laughs> peanuts. Well,
3: I was just giggling <laughs> at the idea of, like, you get a delivery and it's just full of mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to packing peanuts. Like, oh, well, we're they're just not
0: trying to save the environment. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think he gets a delivery of packing peanuts packed in peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, like, throw away the top third of the peanuts to get <laughs> right. to the bottom.
3: <laughs> I don't want my peanuts to get damaged.
1: <laughs> so this outer two-thirds of peanuts keeps the inner third pristine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But well, that's all. I okay. just wanted to throw that in because well, it's, it's kind of interesting, I thought.
0: It is informative. I think a lot of those packing peanuts now are like water soluble. Lot, some of
2: them are, yeah. yeah. Then basically you rinse them and they'll
0: mm-hmm. dissolve. dissolve. Mm. Goes into the groundwater. I'm sure that's safe. <laughs> I'm sure so, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder what they're actually made of mushrooms. Maybe, maybe yeah, this sort. article is five years
0: old that you read. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually don't know how old it was.
0: I heard about it a while back, but like you read about these new fungi lagoons. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, do you guys have anything anything more before I jump into the episode? I, don't, I could
2: look up some stuff about mushrooms on Wikipedia. I think we're good. <laughs> Has it been an hour? Not quite. No. <laughs> no. And even if it has, we still got to go through the
3: recap. It's not the the hour is not the finish line. <laughs> just to be clear, <laughs> maybe a benchmark, but it's not. You can just kind of bullet end. rattle it off after, right? <laughs> after <laughs> you get a certain uh, time frame it's like we're at fifty eight minutes, and I'm like, and then this other half of the episode happened, and then. Ratings, <laughs> MEPs. I just feel like I can check
0: out after an hour and uh. I'm giving them their money's worth. They're <laughs> <laughs> playing with that. House money there exactly. at that point. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: Fair enough. Uh, Go well, for it. I got, uh, I got 41 minutes to get this in before Brent checks out. <laughs> so I'll do my best. We'll uh, get his best stuff in now, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, Season 6, episode 2, mm-hmm. Once in St. Olaf.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the original air date for this one was September 29th of 1990.
1: Are uh, sure about this? I am positive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was uh, written by Harold Apter and directed by uh, Matthew Diamond.
1: Oh,
3: yeah. um, I know that uh, Ski did not put in the time to research <laughs> Matthew Diamond. I thought he would cover it, so that's why I didn't cover it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but uh, we get into a scene 1. Now, I will say, before I even start off the episode, I think scene one is a banger of a scene. Uh-huh. I think it's really solid and yeah. really sets the tone for an episode I'm expecting, you know, great things yeah. out of.
0: I do think that they do make Sophia do all the heavy lifting. Yeah, in
3: scene one especially, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know, there's there's some good heavy lifting by Rose as well. Yeah. But we'll get to it. Uh, yeah. The episode starts off in the kitchen with a Candy Striper Rose assembling the traditional St. Olaf fun packs. So what's in that? Uh, it includes a pack of gum, oh yeah, a like bar skip. of soap, like me. like Squatch, um, <laughs> and uh, and sock puppets. Yeah, uh, exactly. it looks like two sock puppets, um, at least from the way it was looking. You can't have just a single sock puppet. That's a
0: that's a monologue, not a. <laughs> well, you can talk to the sock puppet. You could uh, be one well, of the actors in the play. Sherry gotcha Lewis style, <laughs> exactly. Right. Sherry Lewis style. Uh, Rose. Do you think that's disconcerting when it's like a human talking to a sock puppet as I, opposed to two sock puppets? <clears> like, I can suspend disbelief if it's two sock puppets having a conversation. But it's otherwise just a crazy person talking to a sock. It depends on the context. <laughs> if I'm on the bus, then
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: either one bothers me honestly. <laughs> but probably the person having the conversation between two, yeah, maybe bothers me less than the person com- mm-hmm. conversing just with themselves.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh,
3: but uh, so anyway, Rose, uh, she launches into a sock bucket a sock puppet play mm-hmm. featuring impressions of Blanche and Dorothy mm-hmm. with the Dorothy puppet bemoaning its inability to get a date. A mm-hmm. uh, human Dorothy overhears and continues uh, the Rose abuse with a newspaper smack to the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Now, this once, though, I I do actually think the elder abuse is somewhat justified. Yeah. (laughs) Because it wasn't, you know, a situation where Rose said something stupid. She was actually saying kind of mean things about Dorothy. (laughs) Yeah, but funny. Yeah, and the smack to the head was a relatively light one, I thought. Um, Yeah. But uh, we do find out, though, that Sophia is having an operation to fix a hernia that Mm -hmm. was brought on by Dorothy asking her to move a wicker sofa and a lazy boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Dorothy asks Rose if they have any orange juice left, and mm-hmm. Rose says, uh, "You know, yes. That, uh, sure. Would you like me to pour you a glass, or have Sophia come in bringing the refrigerator <laughs> to you?" Yeah. Which I thought was a great one. They were line. like, yeah.
0: "Bang, bang, bang," yeah. one after the other. I like bitchy Rose.
3: Yeah, <laughs> we don't get a lot of her, yeah, um, but yeah. when we do, it's pretty good. I think I slightly butchered that line, but but you got the gist anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Just then, Sophia comes in and says. Pussycat, I moved the safe to the attic like you asked me to. <laughs> Can I have some food now? <laughs> Which was, again, really salt. Yeah. And like Brent said, this first scene, it really is just back-to-back-to-back salt jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sophia doesn't want to go to the hospital. Uh, she thinks it's a ploy to get her back to Shady Pines, but eventually relents and agrees to go. Uh, Rose gives Sophia a fun pack, and the scene closes with Sophia handing the fun pack to Dorothy and saying... Here, Dorothy, you throw this out. I'll push the car around for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, after this first scene, I was, you know, like mm-hmm. I was like, wow, where that are they was... going with this one, right? Yeah, exactly. Comedically, I thought this was one of the finest scenes um, mm-hmm. that I've seen in a long time. Because, like Brent said, it's really back to back to back, mm-hmm. and and everybody kind of gets in yeah. on the act. Well, I think extent.
0: last week they started off really strong in the kitchen as well, mm-hmm. and it was just Sophia, you know cooking and then like every other line was her making a joke about you know like Dorothy being knocked up and everything like it was just really nice. Mm -hmm. I agree. I like it when they start off strong. Mm -hmm. I don't think this one
3: ends up as strong as it starts off but Mm -hmm. I think it's a you know I I think it's a really solid way to start an
0: episode regardless. I guess I think last week and this week both started off equally strong. I think this episode ends stronger than last week did. Yeah Mm -hmm. uh,
2: the, the last one was more sentimental. Mm -hmm. whether whether it was genuine like we talked about Mm -hmm. or not Mm -hmm. it could be debated uh, but uh i think i had
3: some issues with the second half of this episode too but we'll get to that as we as Mm -hmm. we get into it not as many though as i had with the second half (laughs) of last episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh we get into scene two and it takes place in the hospital Mm -hmm. with rose checking in a jedi master named brother martin uh he heard his knee dancing and thinks rose looks familiar it turns out that the uh, monk was cloistered in Saint Olaf for a time, and Rose starts talking about a basket that was left at the orphanage. Uh, the basket in question contained a hickory smoked cheese, mm-hmm. spicy spicy beef sticks, a baby, mm-hmm. and some kind of cracker that didn't go with anything. I, I thought really that was pretty good. Yeah, too. Yeah, so did I. thought that was a great, just a great sentence. Yeah, she <laughs> like,
2: and she said the baby part like just real slightly like. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like too
3: because basically
2: you would, an ingredient. Well, Mm -hmm. you
3: immediately assume it's going to be a baby because she's talking Mm -hmm. about a basket left at the orphanage and then she starts going into the Pepperidge Farm (laughs) Mm -hmm. type list of
0: ingredients. Mm -hmm. I think you can make the case so that Rose is a cracker that doesn't go with anything. I I don't know. I think Rose is a cracker that goes with everything
3: (laughs) in my opinion. Um, Maybe extra salty. That's why she keeps killing (laughs) her. uh, Exactly. But... Uh, she rev- uh, Rose reveals that the uh, Lindstroms adopted the baby and named her Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, in true Darth Vader moment, uh, Brother Martin reveals that uh, he is Rose's father. Mm-hmm. That seems—I mean, granted, he does name who her mother is. I mm-hmm. mean, um, and she's like, "Oh yeah, this is the person." Who it dropped does her seem on. like a
2: really forward jump without actually verifying the whole right lot. And
3: I don't know, you know, I know we've talked about how recently they've had some good continuity, but. Did we know in the past that Rose knew who her mother was? I thought she didn't know who her parents were at all.
2: I didn't remember. I, I thought about that, too, but I couldn't really recall.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was ever said. But, I mean, he knows He knows who her mother is, and he knows that she died in childbirth. Right. So, I mean, I think he knows that this would have been the child, because it's not like she had any subsequent children. Yeah, that's true. You know, like he knew she hadn't had any kids before, Mm. so this was the only time she was with child. So, process Uh, elimination that makes her was his. So did the hospital? Are they the ones, or
3: or who is it that packaged the baby up with the the other goods? Why
2: drop her off at the the orphanage? Yeah,
3: in a basket. (laughs) You know, somebody who was there when the baby was delivered. (laughs) Like, oh, this woman died. I guess we'll go put this baby. I mean, I guess it would have been the doula. Yeah, Yeah. I suppose so.
2: Maybe she stopped by the grocery store and said, "Um, I can't take care of this baby. Right? I'll just drop this off. <laughs> with,
3: yeah, exactly.
0: With the other
2: groceries. <laughs> yeah. Let's
0: throw a Slim Jim in there because I can't <laughs> afford a loin of pork.
3: Right. <laughs> well, I did think it was funny too that the uh, the has got to take the the beef sticks with them as it's part of that, the deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're was like, just the like idea, what
2: but... are we do we do with these crackers? Yeah. <laughs>
3: I like the idea though of the guy just like rubbing his chin, like I don't know. What if you throw in those slim Jims there, <laughs> like
2: <laughs> like uh, some kind of
3: negotiation, right? <laughs> yeah. As most uh, adoptions are, from, from my <laughs>
0: understanding, limited though it may be. Cassidy asked me. It's actually just today. Um, uh, you know. Basically, she was like, you know, if you and mommy adopt a little brother, you know, that counts as community service.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not
0: sure why she feels we need to perform community service.
1: She's just trying to get out ahead of
0: things. <laughs>
1: yeah. Preemptive, <That's>, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, at least she's not telling you, like, oh, if you foster get to get a check. <laughs> <laughs> That's, true. That's
0: true. That's true. It's
2: like, free income, dad. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, we changed scenes, but huh? oh, go ahead. Have you been babysitting anymore?
2: A little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. No, Alexis has been pretty good about watching the baby the last week. Cool, nice.
3: You mean when you guys had COVID?
2: Uh, she <laughs> didn't have a lot of choice there, did she?
0: <laughs> or when we were out of town, right? <laughs> she put up a shower curtain between them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like the idea that she like even set it up to where like the hospital things where they could hold the baby through the curtain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly, <laughs> boy in a bubble style. Yeah. <laughs> wash her hands and it's all the gloves right, right?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so um, well we're still in the hospital for the third scene um, but now we have Sophia arriving for her operation
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, Dorothy asks if she thinks she would want to have her uh, have the procedure um, if she Dorothy asks if she thinks that she would want her to have the procedure if mm-hmm. she thought there was any risk um, yeah. to her.
0: You know, maybe this is, like, a failure of, like, the public school system or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I think I was older than I probably should have been when I realized that women could have hernias. Oh, (laughs) I thought
3: you were going to say it was a failure of the public... uh you know, education that Dorothy would think there'd be no risk associated with any surgery. <laughs> it may be
0: low risk, but...
2: Yeah, yeah. It may be a common surgery, but there's always a risk. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's like whenever you get a physical for sports, you mm-hmm. know, they always like, turn your head and cough, you know, like they were checking for a hernia. right? And so I was like, well, ladies can't turn their head and cough. Well, they can, but it's not like they have genitals to be cupped. I mean, I had the same situation with prostates. Um, that took me a long time to
3: realize that mm. women didn't have prostates. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I guess the public uh, school... Sur- well, I was in private school, so...
0: Oh, yeah, so we can blame the
3: Catholics. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, let's just say it's education all around. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter which, which section. Um, it does sound funny, yeah, though. Yeah, don't
2: get Brent started on Catholics and Protestants. Oh, I know. Good, good mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs>
3: Opening him up for all kinds of jokes, but he, he restrained. <laughs> I think he's probably still feeling guilty because I think the last one he made was so shoehorned in <laughs> <laughs> that he owes at least one gimme um, what, to let set go himself by up, right, exactly. Like, um, so anyway, uh, she asked Sophia if she would think, you know, if she mm-hmm. if she thinks that she would let her have the surgery if she thought there mm-hmm. was any risk. And Sophia replies, "I don't know, my little beneficiary." I mm-hmm. thought
2: that was an awesome line. Yeah,
3: especially the delivery of it yeah. was really good. Um. Rose comes in and reveals that her father is there. Um, and they, through a silly process, they get Sophia signed in. I think she signs herself in as Zulu qu- Dwarf Queen or something of that mm-hmm. nature.
2: Something like that,
0: yeah. yeah. Zulu Queen of the Dwarf People.
3: That's right, yep. And uh, the doctor comes in, asks her how she got the hernia, and she says that it was from mer- moving furniture for mm-hmm. food. He escorts her back, but turns around and I think calls Dorothy sick or mm-hmm. something like that on his way out. Are you
2: make me sick, I think Yeah, said? yeah
3: that's correct. Uh, We're in the kitchen now. Mm -hmm. Um, Blanche and Dorothy are relieved that Sophia made it through the operation fine. Uh, Dorothy comments, yeah, she's a tough old woman. It takes a lot more than someone like you to kill her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Rose comes in and the girls discuss their fantasy parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dorothy chooses Errol Flynn and Amelia Earhart because she said she won her dad all to herself. Mm -hmm. And Blanche doesn't mention a father but mentions the uh, Queen of England. But it's basically only because the queen would eventually die, and then, and then Blanche would, would become be queen. the queen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have surprised. She did just go more of a princess thing, as opposed to I can't wait for my mom to die and then <laughs> I would be queen.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe they don't put princesses on money. It could be she said that's she true. She looked great on the on the money. Mm.
0: Mm. Or maybe she just wanted to be married to a man who enjoys pegging. Yeah, <laughs> could be. <laughs> <laughs> or well, maybe you? she
2: didn't want anyone above her. That's true. <laughs> she yeah. wants to be the, in charge she of all. She likes of to it.
3: be the top. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so uh, do you have any any people that you would consider to be your fantasy parents? Oh, uh, no. Are you pretty mm-hmm. pretty much satisfied with the ones that you got?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things I don't want to know any different. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one <laughs> of those things that, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I, they were good parents and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
3: I, I would definitely feel the same. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if someone was like, oh, who would be cool? parents to have not necessarily yeah. fantasy parents yeah i don't know i'm trying to think i guess you would probably take steve mcqueen perhaps as yeah, a dad. i'd take steve mcqueen <laughs>
0: as his father yeah um it's one of those things that so my parents were younger than i was when they started having kids mm, same here yeah. yeah and it's one of those things that <clears throat> you know i try to remember that especially now like my oldest or you know you know old yeah um Like, my oldest is 21, so I've been through everything, you know, or most things. Sure, yeah, all the normal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, even, so when I was going through it all the very first time with her, it was one of those things that every once in a while I'd think back and I'd just have, like, that epiphany. It's like, oh, you know, when my parents went through this, they were even younger than I was. Yeah. And so, like, as, you know, flustered or as confused as I was, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a good, you know, three years on them of maturity that they (laughs) didn't
3: have, so... Yeah, I had the same. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I was eight years or seven years older than my mom when mm-hmm. she had me. And, yeah. yeah, it is something where, you know, you feel unprepared even as a 28-year-old
0: yeah. with yeah. a, with a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much less uh, as a opposite. 21 would be. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, I I said, five years, because I was, like, 25, and okay. my parents were About 18, 20. 19, yeah. Oh, okay, so, maybe so you six had more years, yeah. yeah.
2: Before my parents had me, uh, they were both at, like, graduate school. I think my dad was going for a doctorate. Oh, you know? yeah. And, uh they had me I wanna say they were like 25, 26, something like that oh, okay. and uh in converse, like Nicole obviously had the had Alexis before I knew her. Mm-hmm. But when we got together I was only twenty two, twenty three, I think. Yeah. So I was a little bit younger. So starting starting like a fatherhood type. Bazillion. So do you
3: just use that as your excuse for being a shitty parent? <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I
2: mean I mm-hmm. I was too young.
3: Yeah, like now as a grandparent, I got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Still a I would say I have part yeah. of it out. <laughs> but, uh,
3: yeah, I think he did a pretty damn good job. Yeah, um, I agree for what it's worth, but uh, under duress, of course. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh,
2: so Texas won't be offended by that. I doubt she knows what duress means. <laughs>
3: and that is not your failing. That's a failing of the school system. Exactly. <laughs> you're too busy teaching. I think not She's a little
2: ideas. lazy on the uh, on the vocab side, so we've addressed that, but she's <laughs> addressed still... addressed
3: that. Like you're like, have we, you we, done we... your vocab lessons today, young lady?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Keep getting her those word of the day calendars. That's right,
2: that's right. <laughs> you're never too young to learn a new word. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> never too old either. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, well, anyway, uh, Rose laments that her father was a monk who had uh, taken a vow of silence, Ooh. noting that uh, he made love to her mother and didn't even call her the next day.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Blanche that she would give anything to have 10 minutes uh, with Big Daddy and hear his husky voice saying, They admitted who to my country club? <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. But then Rose's response is great, too. She's <laughs> says no, there's a difference, Blanche. That bigot was there for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was my favorite line of the whole episode. I like really good. that
2: Blanche has no recourse. She's yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she's Total the one agreement. who chose the line. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: so.
2: True, yeah. It would be kind of bad if she backtracked on her own.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the scene ends with uh, Dorothy getting a call from the hospital informing her that they have lost Sophia, mm-hmm. uh, which that does seem like I don't know. They never explain it in the episode. Like, we do get into the episode, but I feel like there should be somebody in a lot of trouble (laughs) at the Mm -hmm. hospital. I
2: think their uh, financial woes have been solved if they (laughs) pursue that correctly.
3: Certainly. Um, Did you guys have anything else before we jump into the next scene?
2: No. Well, just a follow-up. Yeah. It seems the way they were looking around the hospital that she... Like, like they were the only ones actually looking for her.
3: Oh, I know. Yeah, there was. Even
2: though someone called them mm-hmm. telling them, "Hey, we're, she's missing." Yeah. And then it still took like hours to find her. Yeah. And
3: exactly. they were
0: the ones that found her. It just yeah. seems like a finite number of places she could be. Yeah. Exactly.
3: <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but you know, but we find out that Sophia is in
0: an elevator, um, laying on her hospital bed. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: several people talked to her.
0: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it it just like, did nothing. She was going like they knew she was in the operation. They mm-hmm. knew she was heading to post-op. Seems like there would just be one path from one to the other, right? And you would think there would be someone who would take her
3: all the way from point A to point B, and I'd <laughs> yeah. be like, "All right, I'll stick her here, and then I'm going to push the button and hop
0: off." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Carl will get her on the second floor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> maybe like I'll put her in the, in the uh, morgue. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> They'll put her in the the the,
2: re- the elevator, and oh, I got to hit the bathroom real fast. <laughs> yeah. And then just completely, what was I doing before? <laughs> uh, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, you know, they do have Rose down there, and she seems to be doing more than what a typical candy striper does. So Agreed. maybe yeah, they have she's a like lot of people. The receptionist,
0: basically. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's true, you know. Her bracelet's not correct, so they probably didn't know which room to take her to. That's right, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like there's no Zulu on the admitting chart. <laughs> Just leave her on the elevator. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Stan- standard
2: operating procedure <laughs> yeah, there.
3: That's in the handbook. <laughs> Well, uh, we do find ourselves in the hospital now with uh, Blanche imploring Dorothy to slow down because it's not sexy to rush. Correct. Uh, Dorothy explains why uh, she's in a hurry and says, you'll have to excuse me if I don't uh, have the rolling gait of a nymphomaniac, <laughs> yeah. which I think Brent uh, mentioned.
0: Two weeks ago? Yeah,
3: hear? something like that. You might hear it at the end of an episode, I feel like. I can't remember <laughs> where you where you mm-hmm. pushed it in at, but it was, but st-
0: I was talking about alternate lines to my introduction. Oh, that's
3: right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully you've already heard, heard us mention that one.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a good line. It is. It there is. It's a really theme.
3: solid line. Um, yeah. Cause I feel like Blanche has something like you want to go, uh, slow enough that they think you're worth waiting for or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we switch now to an elevator, now we do find Sophia, mm-hmm. and she's been abandoned and wakes up thinking she's in heaven. Mm-hmm. A young police officer is wheeled on and says he was a shot at a political rally pushing a baby carriage out of the line of fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, when asked why she's there, <laughs> Sophia responds, same. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was great, too, because it would totally be a reason why you think someone would end up in heaven. Right. You know, like you did this heroic thing, saving a baby. Yeah. <laughs> so it would make perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um a uh, hospital worker, though, is also on, a, a guy who shaves people before surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells Sophia that she's alive and that uh, he'll call patient services for her, which mm-hmm. seems like another person dropped the ball. Because yeah. <laughs> <He never laughs> if not bothered did.
2: to do that, yeah, yeah, no one followed up.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, there's a funny bit where Sophia thanks the cop for his service and mm-hmm. for making old people like her feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the body shaver replies something to the effect of like, I'm not sure what you're referring to, but but thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she'll pray for the, the yeah, cop or really. something Yeah, like i make that. the
0: connection, but...
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, we're now in the hospital room of uh, Brother Father Martin. Uh, Rose <laughs> is... Brother <laughs> a- <laughs> Uh, Rose is uh, taking his uh, disgusting dinner order of halibut and creamed corn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> and like Jello, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's
3: got pears suspended right, in it, that's so true. Oh, you know it's fancy. <laughs> um, she
2: does have a zinger at the end, though.
3: Yeah, it is solid. Um, well, 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 he explains, you know, of course she's talking to him, well, why didn't he come back? And he explains that he stayed away because he thought it would be too much for her uh, to handle um, and that he loved her mother very much. Now, of course, she's oh, like, oh. well... Are you to decide how much mm-hmm. I could handle, which is completely reasonable? Yeah. Um, he says something to the effect of that, them meeting back up, you know, all these years later makes him feel like God has forgiven him, that mm-hmm. he hopes that she'll forgive him. Rose then asks him what a uh, dessert option he would choose jello or fresh lemon meringue pie. Mm-hmm. He chooses the pie, and she replies, We don't have any, we never did. Mm-hmm. Now we're even.
2: Yeah. I don't know if that's even. Yeah, that seems pretty far from even. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: And I didn't like this guy, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> he's my issue with the entire episode. Oh, I liked
0: him I liked He's him a, a dick. Lot. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, yeah, totally. No.
3: He made, like, two really condescending remarks towards Rose, this person who... I- I'll give him a little bit of leeway, a tiny bit of leeway, that if he knew that she was born and had gotten adopted, that he'd be like, yeah, she's probably better off with this, uh-huh. you know, family than she would be me coming back into her life. Uh-huh. So I'll grant him that. But he he says... Two or three different times she makes a comment and he basically calls her stupid mm-hmm. um in a condescending roundabout I way.
2: I know what you're talking about.
3: And under the circumstances, he should be the absolute picture of pace patience and <laughs> everything Titus, else. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And not being condescending towards this person who, you know, just found out today that her you know, this guy's her father. Um and as far as Rose knows, just completely decided to abandon her. So uh, I don't I don't agree. I don't know. I guess you've abandoned a lot more kids than me. So. Oh. <laughs> no. I can say safely that there are no abandoned children that have come from any of the three of us.
2: <laughs> so, that we know of. Well,
3: if they were abandoned, then it was completely unbeknownst to any of us. <laughs> because
0: to know they were in the bottom of that Goodwill box. <laughs> <Right>.
2: <laughs> I didn't know woman was going to buy those.
0: <laughs> right.
3: And I wonder now if that joke is on this episode or the last one. I don't don't remember. (laughs) It's
0: pretty horrible, whatever it was. Um, so I guess my thing is, I I just think you have to cut him some slack because it's a sitcom, you know.
1: And he
0: he, he needs to say funny lines, and he did. It's one of those things that I mean, we, we cut the others some slack when they hit hit her with a newspaper.
3: You know, Arnie or Mar- or uh, Miles, whatever you prefer, mm-hmm. has been uh, perfect, a perfect. What's yeah, that? That's a good point. And, and he's been perfectly funny and gotten MVP votes from us and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. Uh, without ever being mean to Rose, so that's true. Um, I don't I, know. but what really? What's he say that's bad? He's like, it'd be nice if you got one of these right. Yeah, that's really think, condescending. And then he says something like, "Keep up, Rose," or something like that. Like, there's some other line in well, the first she, scene they she have she gets
2: together. A few She misses a few points that he was trying to make, and he does kind of, I don't think he's specifically mean, but he is kind of a jerky about it, Mm -hmm. and Mm in the end, even though he says it in an an upbeat way, it is still kind of like you said. Oh, yeah.
0: He's like, oh, you got one. You know, Good job,
2: stupid. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Because you invoked Miles, I'll go ahead and concede the point. Okay. Fair enough. Um,
2: I still think he was partly trying to be nice, but like... It just wasn't in a very nice way.
0: He's just I'm not used to dealing with kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never was a father. You're exactly. right. Right.
3: Um, all right. Well, back <laughs> to the episode. Um, we have a, a brief scene on an elevator with what appear to be some attorneys, but mm-hmm. at least in the credits. It looks uh,
2: more like stockbrokers Something. what they were talking about.
3: But I think they're both doctors, um, at least based on what they're, uh, what they're mm-hmm. credited in the episode. Yeah. Um, but they're, you know, they're having a discussion, like you said, about their mm-hmm. portfolios or
0: whatnot. Yeah. I just thought the joke was that, oh, doctors are rich.
3: Oh yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. But then they ask her about her insurance and start taking her information down, which I got the impression was like, oh, their attorney's looking to sue the hospital or mm-hmm. sue the insurance or something. Mm-hmm. And then when they ask her what her insurance company is and she says Medicare or Medicaid, one or the mm-hmm. other. They try to like, oh, she got the plague. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I like, give her a... a you know, back off the elevator and they also say they'll call somebody to come and get her <laughs> and again nobody from the hospital ever comes and there's a little part that I thought I don't know I'm okay with the suspension of disbelief but I thought it was kind of stupid they get off the elevator Dorothy and Blanche come on the elevator but the entire time kind of Turning their way into the elevator, yeah, towards they're the facing, buttons,
2: facing the door, and don't realize that she's kind of off to the side, yeah. directly behind them.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I granted it looked like it was a wide elevator; she could be kind of somewhat obscured behind the mm-hmm. side of the door. But
2: yeah, and her face was facing away from them. Yeah, but, yeah. It still seems—I don't know—just it just seemed very far-fetched to me as well.
3: Yeah. I didn't think there was enough good comedy in that little scene to make it worth the suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, we have the uh, second to last scene now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rose has forgiven her father and uh, with him explaining that he didn't know about her until after she had already been born and adopted. Mm -hmm. Um, We get the impression the two of them have been talking for a while because he says something Blanche and Rose or Blanche and Dorothy walk Mm -hmm. in and he's like, oh, she's told me all about you guys. Um, And that... uh, uh, he seems like a, well, I put down here, I've already mentioned this, that he seems like a real condescending piece of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I've covered that already.
2: I'd say he's. she's told him partly about them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he advocates for Rose and how she shouldn't be the victim of elder abuse. Yeah. He does. He does. I'll, I'll
3: grant that. Um, did I'll, you have I'll that written that down? <laughs>
2: you have the line?
0: I did not have that.
3: I, and he says something like, I haven't been much of a, or I haven't been a father up to this point or something like that. Right. Or maybe it's late in life to be to act like a father.
2: But would you mind, like, stop hitting my daughter with a newspaper <laughs> yeah. or something?
3: I think it would have been funny if Dorothy were like, but she was making fun
2: of me. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> don't they say something like, we'll try? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. no promises. <laughs> right. And I
2: do this shoulder shrug, like, I don't know, can't make any promises. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, their
3: response was solid. That was, I think, his best part of the episode, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Other than I liked the fact that he was dancing and that's how he hurt his knee.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
3: So uh, Dorothy and Blanche walk in still trying to find Sophia. They meet Brother Father Martin and uh, head out to continue their search. <laughs> the final scene has the girls finding Sophia on the elevator and Sophia confessing that uh, she really got how she really got the hernia. Uh, I guess from what I'm understanding, she doesn't. She's not real explicit about it. Yeah, it wasn't but
2: spelled out. But
3: I guess that she must have. Her and her friends pushed somebody's car onto their lawn, and that's how she got the hernia.
2: Yeah, they say a VW, which I'm guessing it's a, a Beetle. Yeah, yeah. So it's a relatively small vehicle, but
0: yeah, I assume they picked it up and carried it onto the oh, lawn
3: because <laughs> it was that small of a vehicle. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. guess could be that too. Um, yeah, one way or the other, though, something I, I involving. I bet the
2: three of us could not pick up a VW. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I
3: think we need probably at least. I don't know. What do you think? Six men? Um, I don't know. Or, or just four men that are stronger than us? <laughs>
0: four <laughs> men stronger than us and us. Yeah. <laughs> so Seven total. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That seems fair. I think the seven
1: of us, four stronger men plus three. I have (laughs)
3: seen
2: like uh, weightlifters, like like bodybuilders and stuff, Mm -hmm. that are able to lift one side of a car. Okay, which is pretty freaking amazing.
3: Well, that qualifies as stronger than us.
2: (laughs) I'm
0: just saying that's only one man doing it. (laughs) But uh, the time you spend on YouTube amazes me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it
2: wasn't just YouTube, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I watch a lot of stuff and read. I concede that point. read read as well, okay.
3: Well, before I say this last line, I'll back up a second, that when they were getting on the elevator, they mm-hmm. were hand, planning to head down to the morgue Correct. because they were afraid that that's where they were going to end up finding Sophia at.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so after Sophia explains the situation, Dorothy forgives her, but tells uh, Rose to push Morgue on the elevator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that's how we close out the episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did have another episode with quite a few guest actors in it. Don Amici. Uh, yep, he, that's right. He was the best of the bunch, um, as far as uh, credits go, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Don Amici, he played Brother Martin. Uh, 211 titles for him. This was his only Golden Girls, but he was in Cocoon's, Cocoon's Returns, Harry and the Hendersons, uh, Trading Places, and Coming to America as, mm-hmm. m- as Mortimer Duke. I did yeah. not realize that there was a somewhat shared universe between those yeah. uh, those shows. Yeah. Did you have any other highlights for him that you were particularly fond of? Just those two. Oh, okay. Uh, we also had Scott Bryce. He played Dr. Warren. Um, 80 titles for him. This is his only Golden Girls. I guess probably best known for 279 episodes um, on As the World Turns as Craig Montgomery.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: We also had Michael. What? I was going to say he was tasked with turning the world. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um Michael Goldfinger, he played the attendant, uh, 43 titles for him and his only Golden Girls. Nothing particularly notable. Um, Tom Henschel was Dr. Bob, 50 titles for him and his only Golden Girls. Alicia Brandt was Dr. Tess, with 16 titles and uh, her only Golden Girls. I'm assuming that those were the two mm-hmm. attorney ish, yeah. you know, whatever looking people that were on the elevator. Yep, Dr. MD.
2: Mm-hmm. Two hospital episodes back to back.
3: Yeah. And then uh, oh. William. Uh, Bum Miller was man. Um, I'm assuming that's the cop. uh, Mm. Because I I thought that he, I would have assumed they would have said, you know, cop or officer or something Mm -hmm. like that, but he was credited as man. Mm -hmm. Uh, 65 titles for him and his only golden girl. So um, there was a lot of guest actors, but none of them, other than Don Amici, Mm -hmm. had particularly, you know, big time, well-known careers, Mm -hmm. but... And Don Amici, his career spanned you know, from like the 30s on up. Yeah. And it seemed like he never had anything that was a huge breakthrough title until he was a little older, mm-hmm. at least that I knew him from. Yeah. Um, but he worked real consistently all throughout that entire yeah. time.
0: It seems like he would have played like a, a gangster on Batman 66 or something.
3: <clears throat> yeah, I was surprised that there wasn't anything. Like there weren't any of his credits, which granted when I have that many guest actors, I'm not as inclined to go through and try to find the one funny credit or whatever they have. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't much that I was like, oh, that's something mm-hmm. cool. Um, but really that said, he had a very successful career.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to remember where they had a cop in that episode.
3: The guy who got shot. Um, in
2: oh, in oh okay, area okay, area. okay. Good. I got you. Sorry. Because uh, in my head, I was trying to think of someone in a, a, uniform. Al- yeah, a uniform. I was yeah. like, I don't remember a single time.
1: Yeah. So
3: did
2: I, did I just miss this?
3: And maybe that's why they just referred to him as man, since yeah, uh, he wasn't a uniformed yeah, officer. Yeah, but he
2: definitely... Is a cop. I mean, the way yeah, I'm pretty
3: sure that's what he says in the story. Yeah. But anyways, well, that's all for my recap, Brent. Oh, cool. All
2: right. Um. So, do you have an MVP scheme? Um. I thought uh, I had it written down. I totally left it home. Um. I'm pretty sure I picked. thought
3: uh, This one's an easy one for me.
2: Say so what? Go for uh,
3: it. Uh, Sophia was mine. I just thought she had.
1: Okay.
3: I thought she had great lines all throughout the episode. Um. I thought her part in the elevator was funny, even though yeah. I didn't like. There was some, like I said, that one unbelievable part, but yeah. I thought that she was, to me, I felt like she was kind of the star of the episode, even though, you know, the the mm-hmm. title of the episode would indicate that the father daughter, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, she I went with Rose it just because of her, you know, repartee with Don Amici, mm-hmm. where he was like, you know, the man who brought us together. And she's like the intern with the paper shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Oh, we were kept apart from the Abbott." She's like, "Bud Abbott." Yeah, you know, I just really love both of those. Yeah, those are both
3: solid. I think I think Rose is a solid choice. No, I mean, you I... Remind,
0: actually, you reminded me that mine was
2: Rose, but uh, I think the reason I picked Rose was for actually some of the salty stuff she said, uh. like <laughs> some of the the funny comebacks and stuff about uh, like trying to break. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's funny because I was like, I thought Sophia was a slam dunk, and you both go with Rose, but. It really was a solid episode for both. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. How many slices did you give it?
2: I think I went with five.
3: Oh, really? See, I was like seven and a half. Really? Wow. See, I started off high, and then it it sunk as the episode Mm -hmm. went down. I I
2: think the reason I went with five is also kind of what Alan's saying about the Mm -hmm. the father being kind of a jerk to her. Mm -hmm.
3: And not to mention the fact, Brent, you have to take one big thing into consideration, that with this guy being her dad, that means that Bob Hope is not her dad. Mm-hmm. And so I think that oh that
2: ruins it all yeah exactly I just lost some hope. <laughs> <laughs> well I think I think also like we discussed the suspension of belief with they're stuck in the uh, elevator for so long.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I thought that I was
2: like that seems eh. it's still a sitcom so who cares? Yeah, but...
3: well I gave it a five and a half. I mean I thought it was solid. Um, mm-hmm. I it, if I would have if you could have just changed a little bit about Brother Martin then I probably could have seen myself going up a half to one. Potentially uh-huh. slice more, yeah. But I just didn't care for his uh, his turn in it. I did
2: like when he asked for him to stop hitting her.
3: Yeah, that was good. So five and a half, five and seven and a half. Is that what uh-huh. you said you settled yeah. on? That's pretty <laughs> good score, really. Yeah, it's yeah. it's off. Let's see what. <laughs> quick math there. That's eighteen slices yeah. of cheesecake. Yeah. So <laughs> it, you know, it depending on how this season goes, you never know.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Ranks close to what the top five was last season. Yeah, exactly.
3: It, it would be in the top five last season. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't quite wouldn't quite crack the top two, but. Who you knows? Yeah. We'll see how this uh, the season goes. Yeah. I think the first episode is a little weak. A solid second episode, mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll just build from here.
2: Hopefully so. Hopefully. Like eight, 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 <laughs> eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this was the best one ever. Oh, I was wrong. This is the best one ever. Man, they just keep getting better. As good as the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not quite. I mean,
0: that's Elski's highest rated episode. <laughs> it is. You get after me for coming in hot.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: He was like, well, if it wasn't for the pilot, there'd be no other Golden Girls. I'm so not wrong. Like most important episode. And that's why you're a huge fan of Empty Nest, and you're like, "Well, if it wasn't for the pilot episode, that was <laughs> that's part right. of the Golden Girls. <laughs> um, anyways, well, I don't think I have anything else but Brent... We still got five good minutes of Brent left. <laughs> so. Oh, we're at 55 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man.
2: What else you got for us? <laughs> you, <know?
3: laughs> you made a promise. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you guys watch the new Predator movie? No, but I've heard good things oh, about it's it. It's amazingly good. It's I didn't you watch best. all the
2: uh, Predator I movies did. to build up to it?
0: I did. So I rewatched the first six, and then this new one, the seventh one, is the second best mm-hmm. of all seven. So now, which, really which one do you think is the first? The original, the original Predator. The, with yeah. The Arnold? Yeah. So. I have the list here, if you'd like. Yeah, certainly. So my ranking of the Predator movies, we've got 1987's Predator at 4.75 okay. stars. Uh, 2022's Prey at 4.5 stars. Mm. Uh, the 2010 Out Predators, of five, I'm guessing right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. The 2010 Predators uh, is 4.25. That's one with Topher Grace. It's really okay. good. Uh, 1990's Predator 2 and even 4.0. Uh, 2018's The Predator at 3.75 and then we've got 2004's Alien versus Predator at 3.25, and then 2007's Alien versus Predator Requiem at two stars. Oh,
3: okay. So, so that one's a clear clearly so the your lowest
0: were, on the, of yeah. the bunch.
2: The crossovers were not your favorite, yeah. bit, right? Correct.
0: Um, so I've got one, two, three, four,
2: five, six, seven, eight. Did you like the premise at least, or were you just against them altogether?
0: No, I like the premise, and like I said, I got a 3.25. For the first Alien versus yeah. Predator, I you know, potential. Yeah, that's above average score. Yeah. So. so I've got, a, on my phone here, um, I've got a list of the 15 movies in the Weyland-Yutani uh, universe. okay. And so I've got eight more to go. And I'll have watched them all. Okay, very nice. Um, so did you end up
3: watching it in the English version? Or? I did. Okay.
0: I did. Um, I was watching it on a Friday night, and so I didn't need the heavy lifting of the Comanche language. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow.
2: They made it in dual language. Mm -hmm. Was it subtitled or just completely
0: spoken in? in It was just spoken in English, you know. So then, in the other version, do they dub it in the Comanche? No, um, they all the actors were Native American or Indigenous. I think is the term Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Um, But anyways, they record. They did each scene twice. Oh wow! Once in Comanche and once in English. That's that's a real commitment. Yeah, Yeah, that's a lot
2: of extra work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, but to be fair, though, I mean, it's a Predator movie, so there's not a lot of talking. For sure, like, yeah. There are a lot of scenes where it's just running and jumping and, mm-hmm. you know, fighting Dying.
1: and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it was really, really good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, I'd finished the the first six, and then while I was waiting for Prey to come out, I did a rewatch of the RoboCop movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I haven't watched the RoboCop movies in a long time. Oh, really good. Um, and How what many look, are there? Uh Four, if you Four? count. Yeah. Uh, there's RoboCops 1, 2, and 3, and then there's the remake.
2: Okay. So, yeah, I
0: never watched the remake. Uh, it's good. Um, And I, I feel bad because I've got like an hour left on it, mm. so I didn't get to finish it. But it's, you had previously watched it, correct? I had not. It was my, my first time through. Okay. So the first and, half is good then. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, it's really, really good. Um, It's different, you know? Mm-hmm. So... And, like, when I had to turn it off, it was like, oh, I think this movie's taking a twist. Or not a twist, but it's going in a different direction now, Mm, you know, so.
3: Yeah, that's one of those movies I feel like I'd like to watch with Joey. I think Mm -hmm. he would enjoy, um, you know, the the original
0: uh, Mm -hmm. ones as well. But Like, I, like, the first three, you know, loved them and everything. And I think that the third one is just Mm underappreciated, you know. So,
2: at least the first two, I'm not sure about the third, but I know Mm -hmm. the first two, Use a decent amount of uh, motion capture, not mm-hmm. motion capture. Sorry, like uh, stop motion. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw recently, uh, like a remastered version of mm-hmm. several like scenes, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the bi- I forget what the big robot is. Ed two oh nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, basically, what the idea was is that they used modern technology to blend in scenes better and make it a lot more smooth. Mm-hmm. And then they did a side by side old versus the mm-hmm. remastered. It was amazingly different.
0: Yeah. But yeah. It um. It's really, really good. The third one, like I'd forgotten, like there's a lot of great actors in all of them, Mm. you know, but the third one especially is just like, you know, just riddled with cameos or uh, people who would go on to be sure big people or whatever. Uh, But with that being said, it's probably like the worst acting performance of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Like even, even the actors who are in like the first two RoboCop movies, Mm. given like, much, much worse performances. I don't Good understand them, why. You know? they're, what they're was so the third one?
2: The they're game. like, eh, this is just for the check. Yeah, it's,
0: it's something.
2: We, we already did our work. They're, yeah. they're back for this. I mean,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, it just makes me think of that, uh the Itchy and Scratchy Land episode of The Simpsons <laughs> when Homer comes out. I think, I, I can't remember which one says it first, Bart or Homer, but they flash the camera like, say, cheese, with that dry wit, I could be an action star yeah. or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
3: and then the other one comes out and says the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good. I'm enjoying them. Okay. So Well, good deal. Well, so anybody, uh, you know, right now we have are just ten seconds away from Brent uh, phoning it in. So I guess <laughs> 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 I guess this would probably be the appropriate time to say, yeah. Uh,
2: oh, I got one last thing, oh, yeah. and maybe he can still stay with us. If I got. Just a general question about...
3: Well, he, he's supposed to sign us off, so we will we'll, we can judge yeah. how well he holds up <laughs> <laughs> when he signs us off here in a moment. So we're
2: talking about Predator and alien movies and stuff. Yeah. Generally speaking, uh-huh. what do you, do you guys have like a main uh, gripe about movie aliens? Because I do.
0: Oh. Um, no, I don't think I do. I mean, well, I guess I have one minor thing. What's Okay. Like, whenever you see, like, a movie alien, okay, Mm -hmm. and he's got, like, a super sleek, you know, spaceship or whatever, okay, but, like, the alien himself has, like, tentacles or whatever, it's like, how the hell do you hold an Allen wrench with Uh. a tentacle? (laughs) 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 Like, there's a lot of nuts and bolts, you imagine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, how do you assemble something like that when you just got squid arms?
2: (laughs) You should see it. Mm -hmm. Octopuses and, and squids are quite amazing with it. But... (laughs) <laughs> counterpoint though uh, you know and I think actually Star Wars is maybe one of the, the rare exceptions to this so many of the sci-fi movies I've seen mm-hmm. they've got a lot of humanoid type uh, mm-hmm. you know characters right yeah. sure and, and so many of them have you know same arm structures same mm-hmm. like relative height even ah, so I'm thinking that's what makes them humanoid <laughs> true true <laughs> but what well, I'm just saying like and if you look at nature and stuff, uh-huh. uh, I think in the entirety of the universe and stuff, uh-huh. far fewer species would be humanoid. Mm. I think, you know, nature and, and stuff is much more creative and we're just one byproduct of of evolution and such. I think if you go through multiple multiple But you don't think
0: that like, we're like the peak form of
3: evolution. Oh, not at
2: all. I think we're probably decent.
3: You don't think that we're intelligently designed? <laughs>
0: I think we're intelligently designed, yes. But I also think that... uh, The intelligence stops here? (laughs) (laughs) I think
2: there's lots of ways to solve that problem, is what I'm saying. And I think... And I I just think that uh, if we were actually looking at all kinds of aliens, there'd be tons of body designs.
3: Oh, sure. Yeah, but unfortunately there aren't a lot, especially the older ones, that are going to fit into a man-sized costume. True, true.
2: That's one thing that uh, Star Wars I thought did well is they used puppets mm. for the weirder like type of characters. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, they definitely had a wide variety of body types um, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, mm-hmm.
2: but that was just an off question that we were talking about Alien Predator, and both of them, if you look a lot of the the suits and stuff they had, mm-hmm. still had two arms, two legs, one head. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm glad to know what you're. Uh, problem is. The, <laughs> well, with, I think, you know, the aliens. audience
2: was worried about it, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they probably kept to bum at
0: night, and they're like, finally, I can sleep soundly. Yeah, they feel soundly. validated. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this coming. Yeah, like, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the bit in Men in Black, where the dude had his genitals in his
2: Oh, I mean, I don't know Shin. that I liked that specifically, <laughs> but it was a funny yeah. line for sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: you're like, finally, somebody gets it right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, back then when that came out, I probably didn't care as much as, like, my uh, thoughts on... Uh, Big Willie?
0: Say what? Like Big Willie? Yes.
2: No, I would say, I think uh, my concern with the uh, body plan thing has mm-hmm. kind of uh, Evolved. developed over time, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I am thinking like... Probably because I've watched more nature stuff, and I'm like, you know what? There's so many different animal types.
0: (laughs) Why is there only one humanoid type? Well, gosh, damn.
2: (laughs) Go ahead and sign us off. (laughs) No, I, I see your
0: point. I see the point you're trying to make. And especially since all these different humanoid aliens are coming from different you know, environments where maybe, like, it would be more beneficial to be shorter or taller or whatever. Well, then yeah.
2: gravity is different on all these different planets, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is one it's thing that... Pushing them down. Basically, no one addresses, like, uh, we'll say, because I kept going on the Star Wars... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Star Wars or Star Trek, both, they they visit tons of planets, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, at some point, even minor differences in in planet diameter and stuff... Mm-hmm you'd be, like, squished down more or, like, way lighter or... Yeah, yeah. And then but never addressed that.
1: Yeah. I
0: think mm-hmm. we talked about this briefly, maybe in a previous episode.
1: Possibly. But you've
0: got uh, Luke and Leia, you know, who are twins who are born, you know, seconds apart uh-huh. or whatever. But Luke's been stationary for the most part on Tatooine his entire life, while Leia has been traveling at light speed around <laughs> the galaxy and everything. They shouldn't be the same age.
2: That's a very good point, yeah. <laughs>
0: so. It was very interesting. But, you know,
3: personally, when it comes to science fiction shows, I like the fiction more than the science.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I die on the hill of Futurama. <laughs> right. <laughs> well put. Hmm. All right. Well,
3: I think the Brent's uh, still going strong, but I- I'll leave it up to him if he's ready to sign off. Yeah. i go ahead
0: and get while the getting's good. So <laughs> stay golden, Coco. <laughs>
3: Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden. Yeah, in the oh, future okay. mistress, uh, Mrs. Liam Bidwell, needs to know how to not to complain. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> oh, I meant to, I was going to talk to you about that. Um, so he's coming to her party <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it does sound funny. Like you're like, yeah you yeah.
2: this dowry. Our, yeah, <laughs> exactly. get that arrangement exactly. sheared up here.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> These podcast residuals aren't enough to get her <laughs> hand. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you'll be
2: in with with corporate. That only sweet,
0: exactly, exactly. I noticed last week he was like, "I ain't picking Becky as my MVP because I never side with labor." <laughs> You're sad that you missed Are that, aren't you? that, that <laughs> was
2: that was really good.
3: I am. I am recording it. Yeah. Now never signed to...
2: with labor. I like that. That's. <laughs>
3: May have to even try to cut it out and add it back in <laughs> to the that's, last that's episode. That's now my favorite
0: line of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> could you just add it to the tail end of this one?
3: Yeah, I could. could yeah, you? for sure. But
0: I will. Was, yeah. That's solid. Even if
3: we only have a minute to add to the tail end, yeah. it's worth it for that.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so are you taking Liam or Sherry? Or? I, I think I would probably be. Um, okay, gotcha. Were you going to hang out in the area or just like drop him off and head home? Or,
3: uh, I guess I hadn't decided because it's in a place, like in an art studio type yeah, place, right? Yeah. So yeah, I. I guess I would probably drop them off and come pick them up if that's the preferred method. Totally, or, or, fine. or I can hang out there with you guys.
0: Yeah, I'm not hanging
3: out there. Oh, but okay. I'm gonna be like
0: just loitering around.
3: Okay. So I didn't well, then perhaps like... you and I can loiter together. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there are place. There are options. Yeah, definitely. That okay. sounds good. To me. I, I was anticipating that I would be staying there, so i had gotcha. already kind of blocked out that. What day is this? Saturday. Saturday.
2: <laughs> you guys all want to meet and do something?
3: I mean, we have an hour for an hour and a yeah. half from three to four yeah. um, thirty. That would be available.
2: Mm-hmm. in Grove, yep, mm-hmm. in
3: the Beach Grove area.
2: I know where Beach Grove is. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, so we're tacking this on to the end. If
0: anybody wants to <laughs> meet us at the Wayback Machine for yeah. Saturday the thirteenth. Yeah. When, right. when
2: you hear this, this will be way in the past. But right.
0: <laughs> by the time you hear this, we'll have already needed bail money. <laughs> right. <laughs> We still appreciate that. Exactly. <laughs> all
3: right. Well, you guys ready to...
2: Well, at that point, when they hear it, we, we may still need representation. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. That is
3: true. If we have any attorneys in our listening audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: exactly. Looking for some pro bono work. Uh, right.
0: Uh, exactly. Get something for all this taxation. <laughs> so. Ready? Yep. Ready when you are.